Two Lit Chicks Book Bites with Julia Boggio. Welcome to the final quiz of the season, and I am so excited to welcome our quiz master, Meredith Hepner. Meredith is a broadcaster and an artist as well, and she's also the wife of our producer, Jeremy, and we've had her on before. We had her on on the last Christmas episode. So uh, welcome back to the show, Meredith. Well, thank you so much for having me. I tell you what, you know it's Christmas when it's a Two Lit Chicks Christmas special. <laughs> That's what Christmas means to me, Santa. <laughs> It is. I love it. Well, that's good. That's so good. Well, cozy. Our our Christmas special will be out on uh, Monday. So, yeah, it kickstarts uh, Christmas for me. Yeah. No. Good. I like that. I like to hear that. Uh, so so tell me, what is the subject of your quiz today? Okay. Well, I I'm I'm very I am I'm very specific about the Christmas films I like. Mm-hmm. They're very niche. Well, they're not niche. I mean, they're very popular. <laughs> they're not niche at all. <laughs> but I have focused on the great John Hughes and the wonderful Richard Curtis. Okay. And I honestly, I know you said 10 questions. There are so many brilliant questions and facts about Richard Curtis and John Hughes films. Mm. I've got 13 questions. Okay, that's, that's, okay let's go 13. for it. 13. <laughs> but they're not long and they're quite fun. And yeah. obviously, you know, we can, but you know, there's a few red herrings in there, but let's, let's see, let's, let's see, see how, how good our listeners are as well. <laughs> okay, hit me up. Am I going to, okay, so number one, Julia, mm-hmm. what is the name of the cozy, sweet, slightly standout film starring Mara Wilson and is a remake of a 1947 classic, which is directed by John Hughes? Well, I believe you're talking about Miracle on 34th Street. I am. Bonus point for naming who played Santa. Oh, who was that? Oh, Sugar. His brother is saving the world, but no one listens. Was he in Attenborough? (laughs) It's Richard Attenborough. Yes. I didn't know that John Hughes did Miracle on 34th Street. I had no idea. No. I learnt that by, this is the thing, by, by creating such a wonderful quiz, I've learnt. Every day's a school day. Right, next. Yeah. <laughs> Which popular British television series starring Rowan Atkinson did Love Actually director Richard Curtis write? Oh, I didn't know that. Is he Mr Bean? No. No. Earlier. Oh, oh uh, Blackadder. Yes. Yes. Ah. Oh, did he? You see, Jeremy said this would be an easy question and should leave it out. So there we go. There we go. Only because he knows it, he thinks it's easy. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not British as well. Exactly. So. This is great, which is why I've done John Hughes and Richard Curtis, because I like to think that every American Christmas mm-hmm. is like a John Hughes Christmas. Yeah. And every British Christmas <laughs> is like a Richard Curtis Christmas. Yeah. I'll go with it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. So we're going over to Home Alone now. Mm-hmm. How old was Kevin McAllister in Home Alone? I'm going to go with 10? Seven? <laughs> he was eight. He was eight. Uh, I mean, if I think back to what my son was like at eight, just leaving him while I went to the shops would have been yeah. a disaster. So, yeah. Well, my can... son is seven. Oh, would you go to Paris without him? <laughs> I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst leaving him in charge of your house, I should say. <laughs> No, that's the, that's that's what you've got to that's take. That's the clincher. Yeah. yeah, no, that would be mm. a really bad idea. <laughs> no, exactly. There we go. Yeah, neglectful parenting. Don't know why social services mm. didn't step in, especially when it happened a second time. But there we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Love Actually. In one of the side plots, and it's a side plot that actually personally emotionally destroys me, uh, what film does Sam and his stepdad Daniel watch? Oh, it's a great moment. Titanic. Yeah. Oh, okay. And while I'm still very, very emotional, because um, I, I was a huge fan, which British singer is backed by a gospel choir singing All You Need Is Love at Juliet and Peter's wedding? I don't know his name. It was the great, great late, wonderful Lyndon David Hall. I, I know his wife and uh, gone too soon, Lyndon. Uh, a bonus question. Uh-huh. What song did Hugh Grant dance to? as Prime Minister? Uh, I can hear it. Um, <laughs> for your love, jump in <laughs> That's and feel your touch. Jump, jump in if you want to take my kiss, kiss in, in the night. night. Jump <laughs> for my love. Yeah, that one. That jump. was the Pointer Sisters. Jump. <laughs> well done. Okay. Oh. Which John Hughes movie do Uncle Lewis and Bethany and Snuts, 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 Snots appear? Oh, God. Sorry, repeat it again? Okay, which John Hughes movie mm-hmm. features Uncle Lewis, Aunt Bethany and Snuts? That's probably a better way of saying it. Okay, is it... Oh, it's not like planes, trains and automobiles or something like that. No. I don't know. It was National Lampoon. Christmas Vacation. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Now, you know what? I'm not sure I've ever seen that movie all the what? way through. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, well, it's a, Christmas hasn't really started until there's been the Two Lit Chicks quiz and, and. National. Jeremy is Chevy Chase. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. Yeah, literally. Jeremy is Chevy Chase, and I'm the long suffering wife that kind of supports Christmas but could do without, you know, <laughs> the National Grid. <laughs> So there's a beautiful, poignant speech in a John Hughes film. You mentioned it earlier, Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Can you name the character in Planes, Trains and Automobiles played by John Candy? Okay, you're going to, like, scream? Go on. I've never seen it. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I know it. I know it. But okay. I've never actually watched it. I should right. Well, then, then you would never have known anyway. So my 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 poignant reading of his monologue would have been completely lost. But it was the most wonderful Del Griffith, who, after the most disastrous few, you know, scenarios, he mm-hmm. he basically does this incredible, beautiful monologue, which I'm sure, being John Cat. Being John Candy and John Hughes mm. was all ad lib as well. Mm. But it was mm. Del Griffith. Del Griffith. And there's a slight red herring here. Mm-hmm. What holiday are John Candy and Steve Martin trying to get home for? Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's not a Christmas movie, Julia. Yeah, That's ha, why you ha, haven't ha. seen it. So <laughs> <laughs> I know that bit. <laughs> Yeah, I sort of, sort of messed that one up a little bit, but you know, that's good. It's fine. But we've mentioned planes, trains, and automobiles. So, which question are we on? Because I've completely lost. Oh track. God, I think we're on number six now. I thought we were on number nine. <laughs> no, I'm just throwing in a load of red hairs. Sorry, in, you've got me here a lot fine. longer. <laughs> I don't know how many I've done here. We'll, we'll, we'll figure this out. <laughs> I'm not keeping score. It's all rhetorical, isn't it? <laughs> 
Right. What part does Daisy, Karen's daughter, play in the school nativity in Love, actually? It's not the lobster, is it? Yes. First lobster. lobster. First First lobster. lobster. Obviously the first lobster. Now, I don't think you're going to get this because you've not seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, have you? No. Along with plane, trains and automobiles. So, you see... There's a scene in it where Clark, this is this is for proper, mm-hmm. proper John Hughes slash Christmas movie geeks. So Clark gets stuck. Clark Kent, p- played by the wonderful, sorry, Clark Kent. Clark <laughs> Griswold. Yeah. <laughs> Clark Griswold gets stuck in his attic, played by mm-hmm. the wonderful Chevy Chase. And he watches some old movies of his childhood. What TV show featured the same house that is meant to be Clark's childhood home? But of course, you're not going to know this. But maybe think of some really guess guess, guess some brilliant American comedy old stuff. Yeah, not like Leave It to Beaver or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Bewitched. (gasps) Yes. No, really. It was Samantha Stevens' house. Yes, (laughs) that was a complete guess. I was going to go with the itchy nose and giving you all the clues, and then saying Darren and oh, well done. My goodness, well done. You pulled that one out of the bag, and I'm also going to tell you something which you won't know because again, you haven't seen it. But they have some awful neighbours in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You've got to watch this with your kids. It's brilliant. They're awful. They're called Todd and Margot, and they're absolutely awful. Mm -hmm. And their house was also in a film, not Christmas... Or is it slightly Christmas-related? I never know, like Die Hard, if it is. But uh, what film was that in? Have a guess. Nothing to do with John Hughes. Oh, okay. It's not Home Alone, then. Um, Uh, It's a Wonderful Life? No. Uh. It was actually, believe it or not, Danny Glover's house in Lethal Weapon. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) The old Warner Brothers lot. Yeah, gosh. Well, you know, yeah, I guess I got to yeah, reuse yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we've got we've got three questions left. Okay. Three questions left, and these are uh, these are kind of cool ones. Cool mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. I think, well, I think they're all cool, but you know, these are kind of ones I learned whilst whilst writing. Mm-hmm. So, one of my favourite characters is Cousin Eddie in National Lampoon. You see, again, I don't know if you're going to get it, but you might. You never know. Who plays Cousin Eddie in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Oh, is it like another great comic or is yes. it, it going to be someone like Martin Short or um, so close, uh, Steve Martin or, uh, uh, oh God, who else? Who else okay, so era? first name rhymes with dandy and second name rhymes with maid. Is he Dennis's brother? Is that a clue? Oh, Dennis Quaid. Oh, Andy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. <laughs> Some a Quaid. <laughs> should I point out that we're both perimenopausal, or are we just like? Because I think we should. There should be allowances here. Even if I'd watched it an hour ago, I'd probably go. Oh, what was the film about again? Yeah, no. Like literally, I watch TV shows and. They'll end and I'll be like, I don't remember any of those no. characters' names. Or I watch a true crime documentary and I watch loads and then I, I, I get the killers confused with the, oh God, no, that wasn't, I, honestly, I get mm. completely, or any gritty sort of trigger point or line of duty, they all just merge into 
brilliant. I should just say, though, my friend wrote Trigger Point that's coming out in January and it's amazing. Oh. Wonderful writer, Amanda Duke. You should have on Two Lit Chicks. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, oh, for the for the April season. Yes. <laughs> okay, again, another one, but you might know her name. So Aunt Bethany mm-hmm. in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is... Oh, paid- man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. No, go on, go on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> is played by... A wonderful actress called May Questel. Questel. I hope I've spelt that correctly. Pronounced that correctly, should I say? Questel. Mm. Um, how did the actress begin her career in 1931? I'm going to hope it's not the casting couch. No. Um, well, you... Uh, I don't know. You never know. I don't know. Very likely, but uh, mm. I'm not referring to that. No. Okay, let's say she... Um, was a she's working in an ice cream parlor and uh one of the directors came in and saw her and was like wow you serve up that ice cream really well i think oh, you look I can good tell on you're screen. a writer <laughs> you, you know you you've gone way into way more into depth than i thought you would but i love that no she was in fact the original voice of betty boop in 1931 oh, really? yep she began her oh. career as the voice of betty boop in 1931 now, question 13, uh-huh. I think you might get. I hope you might get. Right. Um, I know you're not from Chicago. Right. And all John, all John Hughes' films were set in Chicago. All of them, but I like mm-hmm. to think you've probably seen a fair few. Mm-hmm. Being a Gen Xer, New Yorker. I have been to Chicago because that's where I went to be on Oprah, of course. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Sorry, I, just I, dropping that. I lo- dropping yeah, but I, I'm so happy that you dropped that because I would always encourage you dropping that. Why did you go on Oprah, Julia? Oh, because of the dance, you know, my wedding dance. That went viral? Yes, that one. The original. Did you watch Strictly last week with Bobby? Yes, did, yeah, yeah. Did you see the lift? I did. I know it wobbled a little bit. It wobbled a bit. Oh. Yeah, if in doubt, leave it Well, out. to be fair, in our wedding dance, I had the help of two <laughs> strong <winch>. gay men. <laughs> no, thank you. No, two strong gay men to help get me into my husband's arms and hold me in place. Oh, so. every woman <laughs> needs two strong gay men in their lives. <laughs> Um, Okay, so the 13th question. Uh Uh, What film was Macaulay Culkin's unofficial audition for Home Alone? Oh, no. Mm, What was he in before that? And I can give you a clue. Uh So John Candy is the most featured actor ever in any John Hughes films, and he Mm. was, of course, in in this particular film with Macaulay Culkin. Not like Uncle Buck or yes. something. Yes. Oh, was it? Well done. Woo. Yes. And Molly Ringwald. Another movie I never saw. <laughs> unbelievable. And Molly Ringwald is is an actress that from the Brat Pack that was used yeah. in, in so many of John Hughes' films, but never a Christmas film. No. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I- Pretty in Pink and, and Sixteen Candles and, of course, The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Yeah, which I didn't greatest- realise she was underage when they were filming that so a lot of the really? scenes that Judd Nelson had with her were actually with her body double <gasps> when you say underage what is that in America 25 Six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I think she was under 16 oh something like that yeah what do you know mm. have you learned anything from this apart from everything about National Lampoon which yeah. you've never seen <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to go watch it uh, yeah no no it's good 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 quiz, very good. Was quiz. it? And yes, it was. And um, hold on, I'm gonna. Well, am I allowed to have the black adder point? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Am you I can have to... them all. 
Thank it's you. Christmas. Okay. One, two, Have three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think I got eight out of 13, yeah, but you know, I wouldn't, you swear my, I wouldn't swear my life on it. <laughs> I love the fact that Home Alone was inspired by John Hughes actually trying to leave his house for a vacation one year. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Because I it's, see that's, that. I mean, if you have ADHD as well, yeah. that's exactly what leaving the house is like. Well, it's like day. that Michael, Michael McIntyre sketch, isn't it? You know, the one <laughs> where he's like, um, you know, this is what it's like trying to leave the house when it's just you and your partner. Shall we leave the house? Yes, let's. And then you leave the house. But then, like, when you have children involved, it's like, shall we leave the house? Where are your shoes? Where's your coat? I always found that with the kids, whilst that, yes, there's that, there's the herding. I actually found the tricky, tricky era of parenting was when they wanted to do things themselves. Like, so you'd put, I'd put Hugo in the car seat and I'd click him in and he'd go, no! I do it yeah and I'd have to unclick the car seat yeah and he'd watch him with his tiny little chubby fingers trying to connect a a lock you know that isn't designed for children obviously for security reasons yeah yeah. doing it himself oh you know I want to put my shoes on on my own and I'm in pain even thinking about it And I have a 22-year-old and a 20-year-old, and it Mm. still feels like yesterday. (laughs) Oh, man. But this has been lovely. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, no, I've I've got my big reading glasses on, so I always sound a bit nasal, which is fine. (laughs) You're supposed to wear them at the top of your nose, Meredith, not the bottom. Oh, yeah, but (laughs) I've got a very small bridge. My mum always says... Got a very yeah. small bridge of your nose. Another compliment. Um. <laughs> so, thank you so much for coming on, Meredith. I really enjoyed that, and I wish you the happiest of Christmases. And uh, and yeah, see you in the new year. Oh yeah, see you in the new year. And ha- I'm really, I'm genuinely jealous of Americans at Christmas. You do it so well. <laughs> I know I mentioned Richard Curtis, but I've got visions of you all eggnogging and oh, well, being all being all New York. That being said, I was walking over Waterloo Bridge last night <gasps> and looking out at all the lights and I had a real love actually kind Didn't of moment. You see, you see yeah. there's Waterloo Bridge and then there's mm. the Rockefeller tree. What what yeah. what mm. What more can you ask when for? When was your Christmas? last New York Christmas? New York Christmas. Oh god, long time ago. Aww. Long long time ago. Well, my my bucket list is a New York Christmas, so mm. one day one day but thank you Julia happy Christmas and happy Christmas to all your lovely 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 listeners as well and keep keep reading (laughs) (laughs) Two Lit Chicks is a podcast about the books we love and the writers who write them and literary quizzes let's not forget those find all our episodes on our website juliabogio.com slash two lit chicks (laughs) 